Hello, guys. We're back. Super fan series continues. Episode Probably four now. Yeah, whether we count Mike, I'm not sure. I mean, it was it was a self. It was a confessed. Yeah, that he's not. A fan. <laughs> it, it was no problem. It was a great uh, great episode, but yeah, not necessarily a yeah, super it, fan. It wasn't it wasn't a super fan. Super cast member. Yeah, Give cast me. member privilege, as yeah. we said, doesn't need to you know doesn't need to justify it. He was in it for God's sake. Uh, I think today is very different. Um, today we're podcasting with John Bass, uh, otherwise known as Big John Bass, or the real John Bass, bloody big bugger, isn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he, he's a, a co-host of the Fighting Cock podcast, um, a Spurs-specific podcast. But saying that, it's it's great for for all teams, really. Obviously, about Arsenal, but you know. He's, well, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, yeah as a United fan, I've enjoyed it. And he's got a uh, a podcast himself around hip hop, Notorious Pod. Um, so he's a lyrics man mainly. Lyrics man, but, yeah. Podcasting came easy too. So, <laughs> you know. um, yeah, definitely so, check that out. Yeah, he's a he's certainly a super fan. We've had some backwards and forwards with him, and he certainly knows his stuff. So I'm expecting big things. Funny guy. Let's get into it. Yeah, and you'll never have another boss like me, someone who's basically a chilled out entertainer. That's mental. Come off it. What am I doing in there with a dildo? Well, will you piss off and leave me alone? I'm walking to John O'Groats with some spastics. Bunts. I don't agree with that in the workplace. Big John. How you doing? Not bad. How are you getting We're very good. Yeah. We're, yeah. Uh, we've had a busy week, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. It always is. But yeah. been There's looking forward to this one. Um, yeah. I'm expecting big things. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say, this not could to bring be... pressure. Yeah. I don't want to put too much pressure early doors, but from some of the uh, social media, not necessarily the quotes, but the speed of the quotes between you guys, <laughs> there's definitely a knowledge base there that could challenge Liam. Liam was... What did he get in the end on the quiz? He got eight, he got eight didn't he? So yeah. that's the bar. I think. Yeah, I, just, I think you can I get there. I just listened to that episode today, actually, and um, yeah, it's got it's got me worried. It's got me concerned. <laughs> Put it that way, but um, yeah, always up to the test, boys. Up well, the there test. we go. Good, strong. So, it's uh, not it's not a trick, is it? <laughs> <laughs> <It's not tricks. laughs> did did no. you get did you get the agenda? I didn't know we'll get to the <laughs> Oh, he's passed the first <laughs> test. The, the first test. Flying colours as well. Um, no delay. Nothing. So I mean, basically, I mean, we've got our, our features that I'm sure I'm sure you know of. But I suppose the, the first question we always ask is essentially, have you got a favourite episode clip? Um, I don't know a favourite quote. Was there anything specific that really does it for you? Um, I think it's it's so hard to pinpoint when you when you love like an entire piece of work. It's so hard to pinpoint like one particular moment above any others. I guess like for me. Um, Series two is actually my um, preference out of the two series. Not that there's much between them, to be honest. Um, and I think the series opener um, just has so many good moments in it. Yeah, I guess I guess that would probably be if I had to pick a, an episode. That would probably be my favourite. I think that kind of desperation straight away to get to get their kind of affection is massive cringe, isn't it? From Brent in that one, it's uh, it's it set, a big win. It sets the tone for the series or for. You know the rest the whole of struggle. It's uh, this the desperation of wanting to 
please a whole new crowd. I mean, it's a bit like you can start a new podcast, I suppose. <laughs> Are we trying to say we're like Brendan? <laughs> I, hope I think not, there's a little bit of Brendan in all of us. I hope we're not as pathetic. Oh, as an actress said to a bishop. <laughs> Brilliant. We've got one here, haven't we? Yeah, here we go. I think, I think this, this is the like epitome of a... This is the epitome of a super fan. This one, I think when we set up this area, we obviously with with a um, with the kind of goggle box podcast like we did, where we're just watching the show and, and riffing on on what happens. There's always a, a level of it's quite finite, isn't it? I mean, what what do you do next? And I think yeah. super fans, we were hoping of this kind of high level of uh, of intellect <laughs> <laughs> about the uh, about the show. There's a weight of intellect so, about yeah. our guests. Yeah, exactly. It's true. I, I should have if I was ever on other. Um, like office-based podcasts, I feel like they'd say, "Like, excuse me, mate, no professionals." You're not a professional. <laughs> I'm not a professional. Well, you bloody should. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> How do you find the um, the world of podcasting yourself? Good. Yeah, I was. I was just going to say to you boys, like, I do really like the idea of the, the super fans episode because. I basically, um, aside from the, the fighting cock, which is a, a Spurs like football um, podcast, my, my podcast is a is a hip hop one, and we basically talk about classic albums, and we kind of do it in the same way as you do, which is rather than sort of go through the minutia detail of, of bit by bit with people with the guests, we just kind of talk about why they love like that particular album, and that's what I think you guys have, have captured really well with the super fans is just to kind of like talk through why people love it and their favourite bits and just have fun with it really. Because it's something that, you know, if you love The Office, you just want to share with people, don't you? You just want to quote with people and yeah. talk about it. Yeah, it definitely. It the difficulty is, I think, is that we, we you, you could potentially end up having the same conversation with everyone. But I think having done that, we've actually learned that that's not, not the case at all. Everyone's got their own little angles. And I think the there is that um, uh, level of kind of everyone takes a few things the same, like the quotes and riffing on those and things and that sort of uh, banter that you have mm. with everyone. But... The the takeaways in the little Easter eggs that you get from individuals is uh, is brilliant, and I've enjoyed that certainly. I've, yeah, I've enjoyed rewatching it, having got a little bit of extra knowledge from someone else. It's just you know we share. <laughs> we know knowing our podcast as you do, you know that we don't necessarily we have got the um, insightful analysis bell for when we do come out with a little bit of information. Yeah, that, something, something that, worthwhile. That took what twelve episodes to come through. <laughs> but I think. I mean, in, in its essence, it is what we set out to do, and it's just to have a laugh with people. You know, we, we're not there to discuss, like you say, the minutiae of the show and why the lighting is the way it is, or why a certain shot was done in a certain way. It's nah, uh, we, people we, don't want to. We, we, we do it because it's a laugh. They want to know about midgets. Yeah, midget quizzes. <laughs> yeah, there goes the out of office podcast. I must remember <laughs> to thank them. Um, no, it's true. Like it's it's true. You just um. I think with anything that's like artistic that people love, I think that you you've seen this with like all sorts of different podcasts and different shows. They they overanalyze stuff and they kind of suck out the light of what makes it so fun. And what makes these programs fun or the, the music that we like great and enjoyable is like those simple things that we all share. Mm. And I think you're right. It's like there'll be loads of scenes that everyone finds hilarious, and there'll be certain scenes that, on the face of it, might not be the best scene ever but it just absolutely tickles someone um you know like when Brent's <laughs> doing um the appraisals and he's going through stuff with keith like the um more of the you know um more of the same part of it, like <laughs> through of it and it's just going you know 
Like, to, to what extent do you agree? <laughs> like, that is, to me, is so funny, like, the repetitive nature of that. But then, you know, there's loads of other scenes that are a little bit more of this. Brent with the guitar, for example, doesn't do it as much for me as the, su- the subtle stuff, you know? I think that's a bit like you, isn't it? You've, to be fair, Steve's pointing out some really great little, even just Brent's facial expressions you know, at points the, that I didn't even see the first even, time. Even today, knowing that, cracking up. knowing that we were recording this, earlier on I was at work and I was thinking, right, you know, I've got this podcast out and I'm looking forward to it. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I had the scene where um, he's with the Indian guy and he gets him to, he says about doing the Ali G impression. And yeah, it, oh, it's not you. It's not... <laughs> It's not when he. It's not when he says, "Oh, that's racist." It's when he says, "This guy does the best Ali G impression." And then there's the pause, and then the little the, the bit of acting, just the physical, when he just flings himself back. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not you. It's the other one. And yeah. I was just giggling at my desk. I'm thinking, "Oh my god, I'm too far. I'm too far in here." It's an illness now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, it's gone too far. <laughs> Yeah, but that's so genuine, that's isn't it? Good. Everyone that's has good. that thought, pretty it's much. That's just it's, it's classic. <laughs> Everyone's got their own little take on it, and there there are little things that tickle you. You can't you can't help it, whether it's the office or anything else. I mean, we have we have a certain clip that we were recording one one evening, started playing it, and it it wasn't necessarily that funny, but it got late. We were hyped up, and it was just. <laughs> Just funny for no reason, and that's Dr. Pepper. I'll do that to you. <laughs> That'll do that to you. Um, I love don't, it. Don't you, have you boys? Um, I take it you've seen like the, the outtakes, like on the well, like basically, like, the first time I ever got introduced to The Office randomly, I got bought Series Two. <laughs> so I just started watching it from Series Two, so I had no context to anything. And um, I started watching, I was like, this is great, like just smashed the whole thing, and then just started watching the outtakes. <laughs> and watching watching Gervais um, and Martin Freeman trying yeah. to prove uh, his appraisal is absolutely <laughs> it's classic. And actually, like sometimes it is the stuff that's not supposed to be funny that really like tickles you in life. And again, I think there's there's so much of uh, the Office that's so brilliant, and that those outtakes just sum up just how funny it must have been filming it. Yeah, every, yeah, definitely. The people that we've the cast that, have said that. Yeah, the people that have been in it uh, that we've spoken to, they all said. Without a doubt, the fun, most fun job they've ever had. And they said Ricky was so lovely, and they said it was the most enjoyable work environment they've had. And looking at the outtakes, you can see why. I mean, yeah. Most of the time, yeah, absolutely hilarious. It's him just trying I to just, make people uh, there's laugh. There's that one bit. I mean, it's not going to work particularly well in the podcast. <laughs> there's one bit where he just keeps going. You keep your head down. spoke about um martin freeman didn't we because he's at the time he was a genuinely proper actor so to speak not that anyone else wasn't but the fact that gervais was able to just kind of completely stitch him up phased him yeah phased him sometimes a amateur will stitch up a professional the best uh the best outtakes were the uh bishop reservoir oh yes (laughs) (laughs) bash the bishop (laughs) (laughs) oh he just lost it but then he must have known I've got him here. Uh, and he just <laughs> yeah. did it all the way through. It must have been hell to record for Tim. What, what, what job though, getting paid to just basically fuck around all day with Gervais? 
I know, it'd be alright, wouldn't it? Mm. I mean, like, Ricky, like, if you're listening. <laughs> like like you were saying before we started recording, there is that element of, you know, he's a hero to us. And if we met him, I think it would either go one of two ways. We'd either constantly be quoting The Office and just yeah. piss him off, or I'd just forget everything and look like a right knob. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be a combination of both, let's be honest. It'd be like uh, misquoting the yeah. office, yeah. Uh, stumbling over words, and just completely embarrassing ourselves. I but think... the thing is, I, I, I know a couple of good stories about Ricky Gervais. So my missus actually works in TV, and she's had the pleasure of working with him. Oh, wow. And wow. Um, his rider for any show that he's on. So <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, a rider is basically when a celebrity's on a TV show, they can request certain things to be in their dressing room. So they might ask for like champagne and grapes or, or whatever it might be like. You know, I prefer a flan. <laughs> you like. And um, Gervais, every single time he's on TV, all he asks for is four cans of Fosters and a cheese and onion sandwich. <laughs> That's what just legendary. <laughs> what, 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 what a guy. What more do you need? Fosters? I mean, mm. I mean, if Fosters are listening and they want to send us some cans, I'd happily drink them, <laughs> but... It's not. Well, he, he drinks. Best, he it? drinks that when he's on stage during his stand-ups, doesn't he? It's driving lager, isn't it? So you can have you can have that while you're working. <laughs> while, while you're doing stand-up. Yeah, five, five and drive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, easily. Well, at least on that. So what does she? What does your missus do then? She's what actually she? a TV producer. Oh wow! Oh amazing. Well, we we'll, she... we'll have to get her on. Yeah, she makes she makes um the latest show with Mo Gilligan. Oh, oh wow! Have, have, have you listened to Mo Gilligan's podcast? I have listened to. I think that was it the first episode, the one about house parties. Uh, I've I've listened to the one about retail working because I thought it quite it tied in quite nicely to the office and just general working life. Absolutely in bits. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's a good and, show. Yeah, Mo, Mo's amazing. Like such, such a talented guy. Um, but yeah, Rees, uh, my missus, she'd definitely come on. She's a massive office fan as well. So when she had the really? opportunity to work with Gervais, it was like dream come true. Like absolutely. Oh madness for her that's incredible there we go that would be a good uh, super fan sort of head to head for the two of you there as well there you go if she she wants to come on and take on one of our quizzes then you know she's more than welcome absolutely yeah that'd be that'd be great we've got a couple we've got (laughs) (laughs) it's different for women isn't it yeah (laughs) it's more light hearted less risk (laughs) Um, yeah, we've got a couple of um, producers that hopefully are going to be on. Um, so that that'd be a good insight. It's sort of a bit of a change for us, really. We're usually talking shit, but that's you know we'd, we'd like to get a little bit of insight and a little bit of interesting stuff into the industry itself as well. So yeah, more than happy for that. If she if she's over up for it. Yeah, I'll put you boys in touch. Not a problem. Fantastic. Look at that. Amazing uh, networking as well. <laughs> <laughs> getting the job done whilst having a laugh just, fantastic yeah. just did the hands but the yeah. melting pot <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, should we bust into uh, the first feature did you do a feature did you hear that bust in <laughs> like that that's, that's some new energy I'm bringing <laughs> to this series right so the first, first feature we'll go with um, let's go with Snog Marry Avoid okay lovely so the three contestants we've got this week are Lee We've got yeah. Monkey Allen's Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, we don't know his it, name. It's terrible that we don't know his name. But the guy in the warehouse that says that 
and Jenny needs a good shagging. Good shagging. So there, there are your three options. Who are you snog, marrying, and avoiding? It's good. It's a good one. Um, and why? There's some real jeopardy in well, these. This is going to be an interesting I mean, one. Lee, for all his faults, uh, is a lovely bit of rough. That's well, exactly what we were saying. Well, Nana's up for it. He's a rugged man, so I feel like he, he'd definitely be the snog. Well, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break the 4-4 here and say what Sam said before we started recording. And I think the quote was, Lee would chuck you around the bedroom. Wow, yeah. which... he'd, he'd rattle through you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a steam train. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, so yeah, it's I, sound I reasoning. He'd, he'd be the snog. I think he's the obvious. He's the standout choice, if anything. Um, <laughs> so definitely Lee for the snog. Um, Monkey Allen's misses. Concerning. Um, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, the geezer in the warehouse who goes, I know what she needs a good shagging. You've got, you've got to avoid that guy. <laughs> to um, Jennifer Taylor Clark, she needs yeah. a good shagging to her face, pretty much. He's, he's mental. You've got, to, you've got to avoid. So um, by default, I've got to go. Um, Monkey Allen's missus, who's now going to be my missus. Yeah. So. All I say is, and I'm going to try and be nice. She looks like she would keep you well. Oh yeah. You know, oh, she looks absolutely. she looks like a lovely lady. Yeah. She does. I mean Homely. you know if you if you're married to Monkey Allen, what what's expected is dinner <laughs> on the table after work. So you know, I'm more than happy to just rock home and, and Mrs. Monkey Allen's there, dinner's ready to go, probably be I imagine some sausage and beans and mash every night. And Very. maybe on Saturday you'd, yeah. you know, you'd have a chippy tea. Sausage, beans no, and mush chips, mush and peas, that works. <laughs> Definitely none of that foreign muck. None <laughs> yeah. of that. None of this European garbage. Yeah, Pies. <laughs> love I love that. it. That was, to be fair, I think you've great, gone, great I think, detail. I think you've gone the same way I would. Yeah. I think the reasoning was sound. And yeah. uh, the guy from the warehouse, clearly a wrong'un. Yeah, <laughs> clearly a wrong'un. I mean, I, I think sometimes when you look at these, you know, there's a number of different options. I think in this occasion... I think that's the logic, the thinking man's choice. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see anyone put a case forward for doing that another way. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. we've almost had that a couple of times so far this, yeah, this series with Adam where we've we've put him in you know, a couple of uh, a couple of tricky ones and we thought, yeah, this will be interesting. And by the time the reasoning comes out, we thought actually, yeah, do you know what? That's pretty obvious. <laughs> but as they are as they all start to get mixed up in that melting pot, then we're just gonna yeah. get Different reasonings. Yeah. So I'm all over that. Yeah, different people for different needs. <laughs> oh, Love it. Love it. Um, right. Should we do biddly, 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 bong? Biddly, 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 bong. I reckon we should introduce a new uh, a new element to this feature and challenge the guests to see who can do the best biddly, 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 bong. A la David Brent. <laughs> I'm happy with that. As a hip-hop man. That's a good think, point. You know, that real gruff. I've got yeah, a bit of a cold at the going. moment, so I might be able to smash <laughs> right. it. Hang on, I need to just get in character. <laughs> I need absolute science. That's fine. A biddly, 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 Yeah. Very good. I think we've done it. That may even be used as the intro. <laughs> An outro on loop. <laughs> Amazing. Just clip that, put that out everywhere. Yeah. Release it through juxtaposition records. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. So for anyone who is new, I, I mean, where have you been? Um, 
but biddly 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 bong is uh, of course a homage to Brent's uh, musical um, talents so his album Life on the Road we essentially play a bit of a track and our super fan has to guess or either finish the line correctly <laughs> or if they're not sure then we have had some good sort of made up answers so we can test your uh, lyrical genius lyrics man mainly um but before we go on to it, I mean, as a as a, a hip hop man and a, a kind of album, what deconstructor sort of, so to speak. I mean, deconstructor. How how how? What are your what are your thoughts on the the Brent album? Is it is it up there with your love for Brent and the character, or is it a bit more of a gimmick? Well, I mean, I uh, I liked the movie a lot. I, I thought it was really fun, and I thought like all of these uh, movies that accompany uh, series, they get panned by the critics because essentially the movie is for us. It's just for the fans. Yeah. If yeah. you didn't like the series, why would you go and watch the movie? So these critics who um, haven't seen the series just just pay it off because it's just easy target, easy fodder. Um, but I really like the movie. But I must be honest, I didn't venture into the world of downloading um, or listening to the songs after the movie. So Interesting. If, I'm to, if I'm to do well in this, this has just got to be pulled from a place of my deepest, darkest memories of watching a movie, <laughs> um, creating some serious bars. <laughs> so so, so both, both are possible. I'm expecting flames. This could be uh, this could be just, just straight out into something new here. Uh, well, I've picked I've picked a song that's topical. Um, after. Prince Andrew's car crash of a interview this week. I've gone with Paris Nights um, about our sweet princess. So I'm just going to queue it up and check the volume. Um, I'll just play it for a few seconds. Let us know if you can hear it okay. And then when we stop, all we need you to do is just fill in the next line. So, I can't because it flares a little bit. I can't make out the last line before the one that's missing. So, can you just can you just say it to me? So, another way is. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Um, so, what's the line before? What have I got to rhyme it with? Let me just play the last little bit again, and we'll turn it up a touch so you can hear it. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't even make out where what word to rhyme with next. Like it's genuinely in, phased me. Infected is your is your uh, is your uh, word there. Mm. Uh, Holy court via blood and sharing needles that are infected. Another way is. I mean. I mean, I'm lost, boys. I'm, lost. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out for the count. I, I can't work this out. It's a tricky one if you haven't heard the album. So uh, yeah. I, I totally appreciate that one. Do you want to hear the answer? I'd love to. I'd love Let's to. Put you I out. can't even out where to come. Like, all the other ones I've listened to, I've gone, oh, if I didn't know it, I'd just, just say this word because that rhymes. But I don't even understand how it fits. To be fair, how he's done it is, it is a difficult one. This is a... <laughs> This is top level stuff here. It's big boy shit. Yeah, it's, it's a stitch up. 
<laughs> right then, let's hear the answers. So, obviously, talking about full blown AIDS. <laughs> so, so another way is having anal sex with strangers unprotect ahead I mean when you hear it like that <laughs> it seems like why, why didn't I obviously get yeah, that yeah it's <laughs> obvious isn't it it's an absolute <laughs> banker yeah it's a difficult one it's when you're down, isn't it? absolutely a good song that one though one of one of my um, one of my guilty pleasures actually it fits with um, with Dawn and Lee perfectly doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's not my uh favourite David Brent song <laughs> brilliant Sydney Poitier <laughs> have you got have you got a favourite David Brent song um I like that is it Be Kind to the Disabled oh I, I, do you know what I had that on in the car on the way over I was <laughs> please, I was belting that out please don't make fun of the disabled yeah yeah it's a great song what's an absolute banger and a great message so yeah, yeah. you know win win the whole album for me is, uh, I've got no shame in in just banging that on, uh, just for, musically, not even for yeah. its, its comedy value. We've just... said it before, you know. I think it stands up as a, a music album in its own right, rather than as kind of a gimmicky album. Yeah. The There's... thing is, Jovetz was was quite a talented musician and singer, like in his younger days. That's what he wanted to do. He was. So he's like. He's clearly a talented guy uh, musically. So, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I actually like the songs. I mean, he's like worded and crafted the songs to be funny for the benefit of the film and obviously for the character. But they, are, they aren't bad. There's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of albums that are much worse than, than that. Actually, thinking about it, we should do a crossover episode <laughs> where you boys come on and we do like Notorious P.O.D. is my podcast. We, we review the album, but we review the Brent album. Absolutely, that works for me. Yeah, I think um, we've uh, we've we've definitely spoken about the the musical side of Brent and and where we can take that. But to do it on a specific, well, I mean, that would be an absolute honour. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go on that. I absolutely love it. So um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sign us up. We're yeah, in. let's do it. We'll, we'll get it sorted, boys. Don't worry. Amazing. This is going well, isn't it? Have you have you managed to check uh, Twitter tonight? Is that something? Uh, I have. Why uh, was, was I supposed to be keeping an eye out for something? Not necessarily, but we've been uh, we've had our Brent against humanity going this evening, oh, um, and we've had some absolutely amazing responses. So the the Brent against humanity card this week was when I'm prime minister of the United Kingdom, I will create the ministry of. <laughs> so okay. how how would you end that? Um, if I was Prime Minister, I would create the Ministry of No Slugs! That would be the full title of the Ministry as well. Officially, get it in yeah. there. Little Slugs little with slugs, no personalities. Dot, dot, dot. Little Slugs with no personalities. I, like I love that. That's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's up there for me. The delivery was big as well. Yeah. And I think that means a lot. I think the delivery... <laughs> The, yeah, the website would be amazing. www.littleslugs.com. <laughs> 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 yes. Ah, oh, that's 
That's impressive. That is big boy shit. I, I mean, obviously, yeah. feel free to, um, to to keep going with them. We've had, to be fair, we've had a, a hell of a lot come through on uh, on Twitter. We always put it out and we say we'll give people a shout out for some of the best ones. Um, Fiona at Fee Gilg is uh, one of our regular contributors. Um, she's put porno laughs, which is good. Um, <laughs> Ministry, Ministry of porno. porno laughs is good. <laughs> Uh, Johnny K, Beans and Muff, <laughs> Suze, the next guest, uh, Suze Kempner, uh, she's put Swollen Goods, love it, <laughs> some very good ones. Get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie, who says famine has to be depressing? <laughs> Ministry of who says famine has to be depressing, I like it, very good. Uh, Dylan Bowden, Flans, very good, <laughs> Ministry of Flans. Oh. Ministry of Flans sounds like a hip hop group. Ministry of Flans, that could be our like yeah, our <laughs> and, new a band. Bl- and a bloody good one. <laughs> the Ministry of Crafts, Jack Albin. I don't know why that's not necessarily the best one, but that's made that's tickled me a little bit. Oh, John Smith, eighteen eighty two, the Ministry of My Dead Mother's Breasts. <laughs> Can we stop talking about my dead mother's breasts? Uh some great ones. And they'll they'll continue to flood in throughout the podcast, so if we if we see some more at the end that we want to shout out then uh, yeah we'll we'll give you some more shout outs but to be honest I still think Little Slugs could be my favourite on that (laughs) um... thanks boys appreciate it not just because you're here of course (laughs) (laughs) I mean one of the questions we always ask our guests as well is um, what do you do 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 you work in an office now and have, have you ever worked have you ever worked in an environment that you can see parallels between your workplace and the office. Yeah, so I've um, I've always worked in offices and so many of the offices that I've worked in. So I, I work in essentially shipping and freight, which is pretty much in line with uh, paper merchants in the sense of <laughs> in those little towns, in those little places like Winnersh and Swindon, <laughs> Taplow, um, Bracknell, etc. It's just like that sort of industry where you get, you know, uh, people in accounts who don't speak. You get like the Gareth Keenan's ex-military or t- inner TAs. Um, I actually worked with a geezer who was a, uh, a Marine. So he was actually hard, unlike Gareth. But he, um, he was just like Gareth. So you could just trick him. He was so gullible. You could just trick him into stuff. And he would tell us how he used to, um, how he held the work, the military regiment record for press-ups so we just obviously used to go don't believe you don't believe you mate what's the record don't believe you and then we just make him do it every day so he would just be there like doing 200 press-ups at like 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it was the best and like yeah so I've worked in a lot of environments that are very much like that which I guess is why the office has resonated with me because you kind of see maybe not a person who's exactly like Brent but they maybe have a characteristic of Brent or someone who's a bit like Tim and I always felt like basically the the Tim in my office, just looking around at everyone's com- like being a complete cretin. Yeah. I'm just thinking, why am I here? Get me out of here. I'm going to go back to university. Definitely been there where you, you end up just taking a minute, putting your head in your hands and thinking, what the oh, hell am I doing? What who, am I doing? Who are these people? Yeah. Um, and everyone's, everyone's had a boss that they've at least seen elements of Brent in, I think. I... I we had a discussion early doors, didn't we, about whether we'd enjoy working for him. And I think unanimously everyone would for a period. And then there's a a level of a kind of 
it depends forging if, a career that you need to sort of move away from it depends that depends if you're on commission because <laughs> you want to be hitting targets yeah oh yeah well yeah but i could show you a graph yeah, yeah. People, <laughs> people versus task <laughs> yeah the thing is though without getting sort of too deep about it the genius of what Gervais and Merchant have created is, I think it's in the Christmas special at the end when he's like, oh, can I get a picture of the old team? And then there's the voiceover kind of saying, like, we spend basically all this time with people yeah. that we don't really know and, and you kind of work with all these people and, and actually spend more time with them than you do your family. And the thing about Brent and the thing about The Office that makes it so tender and so so brilliant is the fact that Brent's not a bad person. He's just a a good person who does twattish things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No matter how much of a bellend he is, you know that his intentions are are good, and that just makes him so endearing. And it's that it's that subtle character um, expressions that they've captured so well. It's what makes it what makes it funnier because you know he's not an arsehole and that's what makes it so great. I think we said that at the end of the the Christmas episode, didn't we? Was, yeah, you, absolutely. The whole, the whole way through, you're rooting for him. And that yeah. that payoff, and that's why I think the the second episode of the Christmas special in particular is one of the best best episodes of British TV, transcending any genre, because yeah. oh. because it it hits so many notes. It's hilarious, but it's heartwarming. It's um, you know you you get that real end payoff. Is the last ten minutes of that episode is absolutely amazing. He he has a. It's so layered. He's definitely got a talent for that, Gervais, isn't he? Everything yeah. he's done has got that those those layers in, um, and the 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 comedy out of sort of, like you say, just the real life elements of it are just I just I just love it. I can it's it's just too it's good. Like, <laughs> you just want yeah, you just want like, loads of it. I want series after it, series after series. But it was, it can it was never absolutely happen. right though when he said about they simply couldn't do any more of it. Oh no, he's just, it, no. it would have got to the point where. It would have just got boring, a bit like, I mean, the American one for me, I've I've never ever got into it really, um, and it seems like it was more of a cash cow rather than a piece of work. Whereas The Office seems like it's something that he wants to sort of be his legacy, I suppose. Different he's got various things for different but, needs, isn't it? Really? Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, they're two different, they're two different shows basically. Like I've, I've never been able to get into the American one for. Basically, it's the opposite of what I've just said there, which is like it's the subtlety of the original, Absolutely. and it's, it's um, Gervais is acting in those moments when he's vulnerable. You know, like um, well, the wheels are in motion, <laughs> stop, <laughs> and like he's, he's welling up. Yes, yeah. uh, please don't make me redundant. Like you have to have a heart of stone not to well up at that scene. Like it's absolutely amazing, but yet still hilarious. And I think that's <laughs> it's just so it's so brilliant and you're right it's like cutting through any genre any time not just british tv actually like in mm. any type of writing um to be able to create that many layers in in relatively short spell you know think about the great tv shows like sopranos and the wire they're five six series of tw- like 10 to 12 episodes to create characters and story arcs yeah and absolutely what and merchant do that in two series and a christmas special is absolutely frightening amazing yeah, yeah. totally agree I mean, resounding, <laughs> resounding reviews there. So just, uh, they should put that on the box. We need, we need to get the uh, insightful analysis bell. The bell should have came out for that. We'll I'll, have to retrospectively edit it. I'll edit it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, well, I think if you're ready for it, if you're ready to take on the real quiz, then real quiz. That's, what, that's what people come for. Yeah, sure. That, that, 
that's what people want, basically, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. So, why do you want to listen to the podcast? <laughs> Shoot. Right, let's go with. Question one. Okay. Let's go. Right, let's kick off. Eight, eight out of ten to beat to beat Liam's top score so far. We need to, we need like a bed of tension music. That's what underneath. I think when we you know when we when we get to the big boy shit production levels, yeah, we'll get some tension music. We'll sort of Yeah. I can do eight some out sort 10 of. Eight ten is a hell of a score, by the way. So is it? It was a strong eight as well because technically he didn't yeah. get two questions wrong in my opinion. He just didn't get your level of right. Well, one was. One I mean, was... I don't want to talk about Liam all night, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Buckaroo isn't dirty, but Buckaroo isn't dirty. Man. He's got a point. He's got a point. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at these questions and I'm thinking, I'm going to be upset if you don't get ten. Oh. I'm putting it out. I'm putting it out there. He's leveled him up with more <laughs> pressure. Oh, oh gassing me up, boy. Right, okay. Question one. What brand of jacket does David Brent have? No. Sergio Targini, next. Oh. Is that, was that an audio error? Or did, <laughs> did that not come through right? Ooh. Oh. Should we, should we get him to re... Yeah, what was that? What, what was, was that, that again? What was that answer there? Sergio Giorgini. Oh, <laughs> very good. Uh, we're going to allow it. <laughs> uh, Why, what, what did, what it did sounded a from? little bit like you said Targini. Ah, okay. But yeah. obviously not. No, we'll, we'll, we'll give we'll it off. Um, we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the Christmas special, David Brent gets a pair of pants thrown at him. Uh, what are the two options of things that could be smeared on the gusset? Uh, is it peanut butter and marmite? Oh, that's what it's got. One. Are we giving half points? I think uh, that's half, isn't it? It's got one out of it. Well, it depends. You're you're the quiz master. We'll give, we'll give a half there. It's Nutella and marmite. Nutella. Nutella. Fuck. <laughs> we'll give we'll give half. I'm feeling generous. Very generous. Um, question three. What was the little-known group that once supported foregone conclusion? Uh, Texas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was Texas. Oh. They, were, they were in different directions, didn't they? <laughs> Question four. What is the statistic that David mentions about gays? One in ten, apparently. A bit high. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it. Even you could be and if you are good luck to you yeah just make sure it's legal and be safe <laughs> <laughs> public service announcements for gays there you go brilliant that's, that's what we do um, question five what is the name of the poem that David reads to Dawn oh is it just called Excalibur yes <laughs> he's flying he's flying stab it in my cock <laughs> Did you get the double meanings? <laughs> it's very powerful. Very powerful. Um, okay, question six. Uh, when the lads are out, they're out in the town partying, uh, they meet some girls. And Gareth mentions about condoms. What are the two flavours of condoms? Condoms come in all sorts of flavours now. Is it strawberry and curry? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's nailed it. 
Strawberry and curry in that. This is. This Do you is, like curry? This Do you like is, curry? <laughs> this is a strong performance. He's doing well. Um, okay, question. What's this? Eight? Seven, isn't it? Seven. Um, the Swindon lot have got two nicknames for Brent. What are they? Oh, fuck. Bluto. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that. Mr. Toe. I can't. <laughs> Ugliest of all the amphibians. He's got glasses. <laughs> Seven. Right, okay. Uh, question eight. What charity does David support with his walks slash fun runs? What's that again? What charity? What charity, yeah. Uh... Is it Mencap? Oh, he's got it. He's got he it. smashed it. He's pulling it out. It's a good performance. This is very good. This could be almost perfect here. Um, okay. Uh, what cake is Neil an expert at making? You should try his lemon drizzle cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very, very good. Um, I prefer a flan. <laughs> A bit dry in it. <laughs> bit rich. <laughs> bit rich. And why did David not take the promotion? The real reason? Is it Malcolm because he failed his medical? Or is it because <laughs> Ingo Ingo but um the real reason. He failed he failed his medical. Oh no. Had what why did he fail it? Well you tell me. Read, read between the lines. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I can't remember. Uh, there, there oh, is a specific. Yeah, he's done it. He's done it. He's done well. Very good. He's done very well. Very, that's, very well. That's an outstanding performance. Uh, yeah. Performing how for me to perform? So it's a nine and a half. Nine and a half out of ten. Fucking hell, that's good effort, that. I'm happy with that. The bar Sometimes when you watch watch quizzes and you're you're getting every answer and you know if I go on this, I'm going to get this horribly wrong. Um, Today was one of those ones where I got them. All the ones I would have asked for. It's like I wrote the questions. So delighted with that, boys. I mean, only for a bit of a peanut butter over Nutella. That could have been... Still, Next time you have some toast... To be, to be fair, I'm quite, I'm quite happy with the fact that that's, that's top of the leaderboard. It's extremely good, but there's still that little, there's still that little edge that someone can get in there. What was your partner's name again? Sorry, Rianne. Rianne, challenge. Rianne, she's gonna have to, she's gonna have to get perfect, but that's what we aim for on this podcast. Yeah, because perfection is, <laughs> and, and that, that is what, what I want. want. <laughs> okay. Well, I can safely say, top of the leaderboard for now. Fair play. Delighted. Delighted uh, with that. Yeah. Absolutely delighted. I think uh, Snog Mario Void was, was excellent reasoning. I think that's the kind of, you know, level of depth, in-depth detail we need for that. The quiz smashed it. They weren't easy questions yeah. either. D- dis- you know? Yeah, disappointed with my um, biddly, biddly, biddly. Bomb. <laughs> uh, punchline well, was terrible. Uh, in fact, it was non-existent. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, you did smash the, the first uh, biddly, biddly. So... Swings and roundabouts, you know. I'll take, I'll take that, yeah. Every cloud. <laughs> Win some, you lose some. <laughs> so, I, I suppose, for some people that maybe wouldn't know who you are, um, the Fighting Cock podcast is probably 
what would would you say you were best known for? Probably, uh, I'd say I'm best known for being a chilled out entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess yeah, fighting cock. Um, yeah, so for those that don't know, it's basically a um, Spurs podcast. It's about football, but I think the idea of it and the reason that it resonates with so many people and people like it, and it's a very popular podcast, is because it's it's kind of uh, done in a way that people actually talk about football. So yeah. most people, as much as we like to think we all know about the game, we, we're pretty much the Brent level of knowledge on football. We don't really know. <laughs> uh, so we just like to talk about why we love the club, and, and it's, it's kind of uh, just blokes talking about being blokes, being bloody lads. Being bloody blokes. Uh, yeah. And just um, yeah, just talking about football. So I um, had the, the kind of fortune to, to get on the podcast and I've never looked back. I, I, I'm a United fan, so I haven't really ever kind of dug it out at all or anything. But Steve's been uh, mentioning it a few times and some of the things that you do. Um, and I was listening the other day, actually, and I pretty much said what, you, what you've just said there. The way that you guys discuss football is... Um, I think you, I don't, I can't remember which, um, which one of the three of you it was, but basically just saying that, you know, we don't actually know. We're just discussing the, uh, <laughs> the theory here, but we, we, we're not going to find the answers. Um, but at the end of the day, whether you, you win, you lose, you, you still got your mates and that's sort of what it's about. Um, yeah. and I thought that was just, that was gold. Cause yeah, like you say, even if, even if you're a fan of football, you don't necessarily need to be a fan of Spurs. Um, I'm not a fan of either at the minute. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a United fan, it's no no picnic over here either. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I, and I think that was um, that resonated with me from from what we've tried to create with with what we're doing here. You know, it doesn't you don't need to be a massive fan of the show. It obviously it helps to get the to get the jokes, but um, ultimately it's about building that community and you know just having having a bit of a laugh talking about something we love. Yeah, no, totally, and I think you boys have um, you've done such a great job with that, and I think it's your rapport with each other and your friendship that makes it work really well. So similar, um, probably, yeah. probably why we get on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clever and funny. Where, uh, <laughs> where, uh, whereabouts can everyone go and uh, go and find you and uh, take you out on social media and um, obviously the links to your um, to your pods as well. Yeah, so my um, my social media uh, Twitter is at the real John Bass. Um, there's another John Bass. Um, he's an actor. <laughs> ah. uh, I've, I've told this story before on a podcast, but I might as well tell you boys. It's quite quite a good one. Um, so there's this other actor called John Bass. He spells his name exactly the same as mine: J O N B A S. And he's in Baywatch, the new Baywatch movie, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so one day, one day I get this like notification on Twitter, and it's just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is following you. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? Makes uh, <laughs> total sense. Then it suddenly dawned on me. Hang on a minute. There's something awry here. So I like realised that he'd he basically like thanked me for my performance in the movie and how great it was working with me for the last six months. And then I realised, okay, so obviously got the wrong guy. So I thought I've got this one opportunity <laughs> to slide into the rocks DMs. So what do I do? So I basically thought, right, I'll just come clean with him. Honesty is always the best policy. So I just dropped him a DM and I said, look. Um, I think you're thinking of um, your co-star, John Bass. You're talking to the noted podcaster and chill-out entertainer, John Bass. <laughs> different different vibe, um, which probably phased him. And then uh, I basically just said, look, um, big fan, like big fan of your work. Um, hope you like find the right guy and you guys can sync it up. But um, yeah, just wanted to say like big fan and all the, all the best. He replied back to me, basically <laughs> saying, what 
a lad. Uh, not many people would do that. Thanks very much for letting me know. He still follows me. Ah, oh, that is incredible. So if I wanted to, I could just DM him right now and just be like, "You're right, mate. Have you checked out uh, our office podcast?" <laughs> yeah, but if you if you'd well, want to do that, you know, yeah. I've got a feeling that the Rock would be a massive fan. He's a bloody big fella. <laughs> yeah, now he's a wrestler. You're bloody big bugger, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, what did you say when you slid into the DM? How did you open? Was it like, hey, The Rock or Dwayne? Hey, or Dwayne. Mr. Rocky? Johnson. Mr. Uh, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, slid in, yeah, just slid in and was like, you're not my favourite wrestler of all time, by the way. Rikishi. <laughs> oh, Rikishi. That, that's um, going so, back yeah, to... So, basically, if you want to um, follow, like follow me just like The Rock does, um, <laughs> at The Real John Bass. I'm on Instagram as well. It's also at The Real John Bass. And then my um, hip-hop podcast is just called Notorious P.O.D., um, and it's on everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere, basically, you get your podcast. So, um, yeah, it's also got social media, it's Notorious P.O.D. Excellent. Amazing. Go well, Make sure we go and uh, check it out, and hopefully there'll be um, two more chilled out entertainers we'll appearing on there soon. Yeah, we'll definitely take you up on uh, coming out and doing the, the Brent album, for sure. Definitely. I think that'd be great, boys. I'm, I'm well up for that. Yeah, I'll be, um, I think, I, you know, I've got some, got some deep thought on the yeah. album, and dissecting the lyrics definitely and, oh, and that kind of level I think that would be, that'd be good <laughs> so I've been, oh, it's been a pleasure I've been pleasure. looking forward to this um, it's been great it's been really good having the, uh, yeah the, someone with your knowledge level the it's quiz been, especially I'm very very impressed that, that'll be that, that won't get beaten because your questions <laughs> are difficult I think I think of all um, this of all the questions you've written they're some of well, not necessarily I, I, the easiest, but they're they're some of the most sort I, I think of part of the populist uh, area of the show. I think we stitched up Sue's a little bit. Sue's got I'm stitched up lie. a little bit. But, stitch up. It was a stitch up. But you know. Yeah, I mean, any of the other episodes that I've listened to, I wouldn't have got that score. So. <laughs> Luck of the draw, isn't it? What can you say? <laughs> what I mean? Talk about what you will. Six legs, eight legs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's another classic one. When uh, whenever you have an argument with someone. Six six eight legs. If, if you win the argument, doesn't matter what it's about. Six six eight legs. Six eight. Your shit. Ah, your, your shit. shit ah. Ah. Oh, I could do this all day. The amount of times I've said screw blockbusters and they've just gone, what? What are you on about? Oh, ah, yeah, sorry. That's yeah. a great pleasure as well when you get into a kind of an office quote off with someone that yeah. doesn't know anything about the office, especially on something like Twitter where it doesn't quite scan, <coughs> and it's to, to them it's just complete nonsense. But yeah. you and anyone that's joining in, gold. I want to start getting our our some recognition of those. So I want to send people out like a little army of trolls <laughs> to go and get on Facebook, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I think, would be brilliant to go and is really there, reel in some of these. Is idiots. there a LinkedIn like Brent? There's, LinkedIn there's, like Brent could be a good account. Text like Brent, Tinder like Brent, and all that. LinkedIn like Brent would be decent. I'm up for that. <laughs> It's difficult to build a network though because you have to kind of have a bit of professional background. Well, just, just completely, completely it's difficult to troll on LinkedIn. You, yeah. You've got a LinkedIn. Just completely just derail it. <laughs> just, just give it up. Hope <laughs> dreams are good, yeah. Just give it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always have to do it, Lynn. It's amazing. Well, thing is, I used to say, um, sorry boys, just, just one last thing. No, no, I'm fine. We were just we're taking up your time. Yeah, no worries. Um, so we always used to have this thing in my friendship group where we'd sort of like say, you know when you, um, you your missus or like one of your mates like introduce you to their partner or someone else's like mate, we always used to have this rule of like, are they going to be sound? And it's like three simple rules with one, <laughs> with one caveat. It's like, A, do they like football? 
Right. Yeah. If it's yes, then they're probably sound. B, do they like getting pissed and having a laugh? If they do, then they're probably sound. The third one is, do they like The Office? <laughs> if they like The Office, but their favourite scene was, eh, 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 oh. then they're still a twat. Yeah. That's the, that's the least, my least favourite scene by a million miles. And it's the sort of thing that people who don't really watch it, but think they should, say is their favourite scene. Exactly. So you can, you can, that you can exactly smell that. an imposter. <laughs> it's that it's the trying to it's the trying to say what you want to hear scene. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I know the know the dance. Oh, the office. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nah, mate. I think, I think there, it, to be fair, the the dance, it, it's it's obviously it's great, it's iconic, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come up a, a lot. I mean, even tonight we haven't discussed yeah. that once. Th- it's not been anyone's main it, event. It's okay to have that as your favourite. But you can't necessarily be considered a true fan until you do a little bit further digging the, and get some of the more niche comments. The beauty of the dance is that is the stuff after it. Both excellent dances. Yeah. We don't have to give a donation yeah. for that, do we? <laughs> if you can, if you can back it up with those, then yeah, definitely you're a fan. Yeah, that, that's true. Actually, that that entire scene, like when he's you know, flash dance for some MC Hammershire, <laughs> like the build up and afterwards is absolutely genius. But the actual dance itself, which gets like so much recognition from yeah I'd call kind of like Johnny Come Lately fans <laughs> yeah uh, then you're, you're missing what makes The Office so brilliant the, the slapstick element is only great because of what precedes it just what, yeah. just kind of on that 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 scene begins with them doing that game with the you know and you keep oh, the, the, the orange in the neck and you pass oh, it oh, oh. and again that whole scene it's the it's the smaller bits that make me <laughs> laugh and the, the bit where it gets to him and then they get called away <laughs> and then the way he just volleys the orange. <laughs> it's so great because that, that whole thing bub- bubbles up for ages with him and Neil uh, when he like, gets dragged in the office and then he comes out and he goes, did, did, you, hear, did you hear any of that? And then they obviously say no and then he knows he's got carte blanche to yeah. just lie. Like, did you hit him? Oh, gone through that wall. Gone through that wall. <laughs> yeah, that's big bullshit. pretty true. <laughs> yeah? yeah against karate against karate <laughs> <laughs> seriously though if it does kick off get out so yeah I mean how, you, like, how how could you get to the dance before any of that it's just yeah, yeah you're absolutely right yeah. I think that that is a great um, that's a great rule actually we could probably start imposing that a little bit I mean we we did a while ago we did the world cup of the office quotes and it, it's one of those that is probably a bit route one but I think there's been a rape up there came out on top, which is is almost you could almost take that as someone that doesn't watch it but knows that one scene. But at the same time, a joke about a rape being up there, taken in that context, is is difficult to beat. There's not many not many occasions where a rape joke would be that popular. I don't think, but it goes to show the the genius writing and. Well, that's the genius of Gervais the, overall, the, isn't it? He, character. He's able to make a joke where the the thing that you're horrified about isn't actually the subject. Yeah. So you're not making fun of rape victims. It's <laughs> it's just the element of it is brilliant. And I think yeah. he's run into some trouble on social media of late, hasn't he, with uh, mm. some more of those. But the, the type of comedy is he's always going to get that. You're not going to be able to please everyone. Wow, yeah. Is what it is. Absolutely. It's a bit like us and midgets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I prefer the stuff you do about his little wanking. <laughs> how do you, how did you do with our midget quizzes? Um, well, they're 
again, they're pretty much just potluck, aren't they? <laughs> like, you're never going to know. It depends how so, well you know your midgets. It's a good point. I'm pretty sure in the early days, I was just reading you going, I think Steve would have put the answer in the middle, therefore I'm going to go B. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's, that's what I normally do, is any of those sort of things, I try and base it on the answers that are given rather than actually knowing it or trying to work it out. It's yeah. just like, well... Statistically, they don't go in the middle three times in a row, so therefore it's got to be this one. Exactly, very, very wise. That's why in the second series I had to change things up and do more um, ten-part questions and a lot of true or false. Yeah, no, we're good. Because I was just getting done by the uh, the gambler's fallacy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, John, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, please, everyone please go do check him out check out the podcasts um, and obviously stay in touch with us on social media I'm sure we'll be riffing some quotes we can all um, get in a big long thread together <laughs> very shortly I'm sure we'll see you on Notorious POD yeah very soon looking forward to that thanks boys it's been an absolute pleasure thanks so much thank you very much you are more than welcome take it easy take it easy bye bye cheers bye What a great episode. Wow. Bar has been set very high there. An incredible score. Um, there is some controversy, but nine and well, a half out of ten. We'll let you guys be the judge. Hashtag Tarjini. <laughs> That's, it's an impressive score. Should we maybe launch a steward's inquiry and then <laughs> maybe reduce it? Oh, that would be it, interesting. It's in stone. Oh. Uh, the ref, the ref's given it VAR <laughs> VAR on Office Quiz Podcast brilliant we've um, we've had some more haven't we looking more of your Brent Against Humanity answers um, we've got Johnny Kay uh, when I'm the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom I'm going to start the Ministry of Gay Farmers like <laughs> it very, very good shouldn't be allowed their animals then should they <laughs> that rival the NFU <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Kenner Stephen Kenner 1 has come out with a very niche and a zero satirio which I, I appreciate that is incredible that's deep that's it's very good that could be up there for <laughs> office knowledge winning <laughs> Liam Gilbert has gone fairly root run with uh, huge inflatable cocks the ministry of huge inflatable cocks has got a ring to it <laughs> I like it oh yeah uh, one in ten apparently <laughs> uh, Sean Fleming S Flem 89 with funnily enough Sergio, Sergio Giorgini. Giordini Sergio Targini he gets a point <laughs> give yourself a point this is my favourite actually yeah this could be a new winner Jonathan Palmer <laughs> Investigation the Ministry of Investigation it sounds like it should be it's anyway. kind of real but not and that's why I like it very good thanks John Funny walks, linear Gelland, linear Gelland. I'm going not, sh- not sure if I'm saying that right. Be sure to tell us. Linear's all right. That'll do. Yeah, I mean it's only a name in it, <laughs> so call them what you want. Uh, funny walks, very good. Very good. Ministry of funny walks. Some good niche answers there. I'm really I enjoying. It. I think that's potentially one of my favourite features at the minute. Yeah, this humanity. Is, this is very good. We need to keep these going. Um, <laughs> get their attention in capitals. <laughs> the Ministry of Get Their Attention. Very good. Isn't Fun it? runs. Ministry of Fred Bentos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there's been some very good ones tonight like always well done guys keep them coming as always if you have got any office isms office Christmas party season's coming up so make sure you you tell us your stories um, always tag us in threads where you're arguing with trolls on Twitter in an office way um, there were a few I saw recently I can't remember who it was um, who was doing it but they they just hooked in some idiot and it's just brilliant <laughs> to read through it and they, they just keep coming there's no way to end those it's just brilliant I mean, so, yeah, it, keep them coming I wouldn't be able to end the podcast without saying thanks to all you guys for listening and the reviews and everything because we've recently got I'm sure we've we've probably tweeted it a few times because you know uh, we're, we're, we're modest think, like that I don't think we've mentioned it but um, yeah we don't like to mention it but we'd recently got to number one in the TV reviews chart on iTunes which for us genuinely is a, a big thing and you know thanks for all your reviews and your listens and downloads because we do it for you Aww. That's nice. <laughs> that sounded really wanky. No, it's good. It but, means uh, it means a lot. Generally, we it's been nearly a year since we started talking about doing this, and um, we've learned a lot. We're still learning. We want to get more content out there. Um, we're looking into some options now to to kind of ramp up the podcast and take it to the next level. The guests uh, are are lined up now for the next few weeks, haven't we? We've got more three. episodes of these coming, so... Yeah, three or four weeks solid now. And John's, John's missus will be uh, taking yeah, on his score, I think. That sounds good. So, um, uh, you know, women should be equal, so they can come on the podcast as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, please do please do stay in touch. The whole, the whole idea of this behind the start really was building that community, building a, a, a space where everyone can discuss and talk about the... The genius that was the office and uh yeah we love sharing that with you so please do tag us in anything that you see um and stay in touch yeah, yeah. we'll and be we'll back soon see you for the next episode see you, see later, you later. later if you smell what the rock is cooking the rock says the rock is